You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This is episode 111 of the Wisdom by Wessa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks-Coletti. And this is Sofia Aguila. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WESA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. The preparations for the August WESA trade show are in full swing. Sophia, what's something that we haven't touched on that'll be available in August? I think we covered a lot already from exhibitor signups over advertising opportunities to buyer registrations. And if anyone has any questions about those topics, again, feel free to reach out to us. But what we haven't talked about is the 21st WESA Benefit Golf Tournament. From last year's event, I remember that Wessa had hosted the event to support uh, Little Bridges. Is that the case again this year? Yes, all proceeds will go to Little Bridges again, and they will also join us again on site. So we now welcome both player registrations and sponsorship signups. All amateur individuals or teams are welcome to join us on Wednesday, August 23rd at Topgolf in Dallas, Texas. And with your registration, you can not only play with us at Topgolf, but also get to be part of our Topgolf party, including dinner and drinks and a chance to win $10,000. Amateur players, they might be talking about you or I might. No, you're you're close to a professional. I don't even qualify as an amateur, I don't think. Well, I'm not close to a professional, but if I was going to be in Dallas, I'd be there. (laughs) I'd love to play. I do not know how to play golf at all, but I wish I did. Um, So the event is on the first day of the August Wessa Trade Show, correct? Yes. So again, we changed the trade show pattern um, to Wednesday through Saturday. So the first trade show day, the right ends on Wednesday at 6 p.m. And then the Top Golf event starts at 7.30 p.m., so just shortly after. And you can sign up via our uh, um, August event tab on westsidetradeshow.com or by calling us at 800-295-1041 or also by emailing amy at adil at westsidetradeshow.com. It's going to be a great kickoff to the trade show, and we're super excited to play a top golf together again and also benefit Little Bridges at the same time. During its 70-plus year history, Partrade has built a successful business providing retailers with a growing line of Western and English tack. Christine Fordham joins Wisdom by Wessa to discuss the company's dedication to its strategy of marketing only through retailers its belief in the value of sponsorships as a marketing tool, and her decision to join the WESA Board of Directors. Christina Fordham, 
Thank you very much for taking the time to join us on Wisdom by Wessa. Thank you for having me. You know, there's a lot of things we can talk about that I want to. I want to talk about uh, Partrade and some of the background there. I want to talk about your role and your background. I want to touch on the company's use of endorsees to help market the program. But before we get through that, we're also going to talk about your decision to add yet one more hat to what you wear by being a member of the board of WESA. Why don't we start with Partrade and let's talk about what Partrade is, uh, has been, your dedication to the retail market. Bring us up to date on Partrade. Partrade is a company that's been around for over 65 years, close to 70 years now, maybe a little more. They have always dealt in equestrian products. And 30 years ago, they were purchased by a new group that uh, has been manufacturing equestrian products for over 70 years. And they started out in hardware and then they branched out to all types of metal products from bits and spurs to saddle hardware accessories, all the way down to cut and sew items such as horse blankets, saddle pads, and strap goods for horses like head stalls, tie downs, breast collars, things of that nature, halters, hay bags, even grooming items. So it's really more like a, a lot of people say portrait in many ways is a one-stop shop. You can get a lot of your needs just with Partrade. And you're serving both the Western and the English market, yes? Yes, sir. We are serving both the Western and the English market. Partrade is the distributor for North America, South America, and Canada. And we also have uh, distribution in several European countries as well. So we are literally global. Okay. And we are, of course, in our industry and in every industry, well into the website marketing, online marketing of products direct to consumer. But Partrade has had a loyalty to the retail distribution market for quite some time and intends to keep that for the foreseeable future. But talk a bit about your uh, the, the company's attitude and its support of its retail customers. Our backbone is our retailers. Our retailers has been what has sustained our business all these years, and we feel like loyalty to our retailers first. So we really try very hard to maintain that loyalty and that retail relationship. Um, I think one benefit that Partrade has as opposed to other companies is we are our own manufacturer. So we have a little bit more control, grace and leadway, if you will, in terms of you know, product manufacturing, uh, importing products here. And we, since we own our own, our own factories, we have control over the quality of the product that we produce. So we try to produce quality product that's consistent, that keeps the consumers coming back to their retailers because they're used to consistency as well as product that is affordable. Casey is a cowgirl, a participating barrel racer, knows a lot more about this product line than I do. I want her to chat a bit about the products you're carrying and some of her thoughts as someone who buys tech. Sure. There's so many brands here that I'll let you go where you would like to with it, but I would like to discuss in particular, I would say what sets your products apart from the competition. Um, and that may be in, in the blankets I see here or the boots or the tack, wherever you would like to go with it. What sets some of your items and your brands apart? I think, at least for me, one of the biggest things that I see with this company as opposed to others is we really rely on 
our relationship with our sponsored riders to develop the product and then which brand in particular that product goes under after that, whether it's um, Cowboy Tack, uh, Lamasell or Metalab. Lamasell and Metalab are, are large English brands in Europe and we work with um, Olympic riders from all different disciplines to develop the products that we choose to put in within those brands. And for the Western market, which is predominantly what we have here in America, we use Cowboy Tack. Cowboy Tack is a brand that we are really trying to elevate, but also keep affordable. And we try to work with known riders and known trainers that really know the product and not just not just anyone. They're they're NFR winners, NFR competitors, and we want to build a relationship with the riders that we work with, not so much just sponsor a rider and then, you know, next year we're moving on to a new rider. We are mm-hmm. very selective about the the people that we choose to work with when it comes to developing product. We want to make sure that we are working with people that we can build a long-term relationship with, not just a business relationship. I think that it, for me is one of the key factors into why I'm even still here with this company because we try to we try to maintain good business and friend working relationships with our riders. Sure. A partnership and that complements both, you know, the brand and and the equestrian. Once working with a rider or trainer do you also utilize them for your marketing purposes? We do utilize them for our marketing purposes. We we believe that it's important that people know who is who's standing beside us in in producing these products and developing these products. So we want to make sure that we're working with riders and trainers that are going to actually use them and that can feel confident in what they're using and stand behind what they're doing. So we we definitely try to use utilize them when we can. You have a big job. There's so many brands um, underneath you, so many products to keep track of. I can't imagine, but I do want to talk just about Lamasell for a minute. And just blankets are a, a big thing um, with horses. The, the quality, the construction, the durability, the effectiveness they they're a huge deal. Can you just talk about the specifics of some of the blankets under that brand? Yes. One of the, I'm a blanket girl. Okay. I have always, I started out showing in, you know, Western Pleasure and, you know, Hunter Under Saddle and, you know, we, we are blanket people. So I have used blankets as long as I can remember. And I worked for a blanket comp, another blanket company for years that makes phenomenal blankets. And when I started working here, one of the blankets that I really fell in love with was our ProFit blanket. It has so many extra features in it that if you love a turnout blanket, which I feel like a a lot of your barrel racers use a lot of turnout blankets, a lot of people are starting to use turnout blankets just in the stall. They don't just use stall blankets anymore. or, Or Yeah, so the turnout blanket, I think, has evolved over the years. It's turned into not just a turnout blanket, but a multi-purpose blanket. And one of the benefits to ours is it wicks away the moisture. It helps regulate the horse's body temperature. When you have, you know, these, you know, some people leave blankets on their horses all day. It doesn't matter if it's 65 or 70 degrees outside or 35 degrees outside that night. 
And if when they don't change their blankets out and the horses sweat during the day and then at night when the temperature drops, what they don't realize is, is that horse gets cold because he's got sweat on him from the all day during the day. And that's when the horses start to get sick. Our particular particular blankets in the Profit, it has a special lining in it that helps wick away the moisture to help regulate the body temperature. So even if he starts to sweat during the day, it's going to pull the moisture away. And then at night when the temperature drops, your horse is dry and he doesn't get cold and start to shiver. A couple of other special features on it is a stretched panel in the wither area, which allows for more freedom of movement. It doesn't rub on the withers or push on the pressure points. It's got uh, special surcingles attachments in it. Most of the other blankets that have the surcingle attachments, you send these kids out there to change the blankets out. They don't hook the surcingles right. The horses rip the surcingles off. Ours have a special mechanism on it. So when you hook it, there's only one way to hook it to make it right or wrong. And then it's got a little bit of elastic give in it. So then if the horse is rolling around or stretching, then he's not going to bust the surcingle as easily. And, I know everyone's putting gussets in the front panels of their horse's blankets so uh, to allow freedom of movement. What most people don't do is they just make the gusset straight down, which doesn't allow really freedom of movement. They still have the shoulder rub because the gusset doesn't follow the angle of the horse's shoulder. Our gussets follow the angle of the horse's shoulder, so it, it gives the blanket a more appropriate fit and you don't have that gap in the front. It doesn't pull. It doesn't rub on his shoulders, so you don't have those bald spots at the front of his chest. I was very skeptical about our blankets because I was a diehard blanket lover of another brand, but I was quickly converted as soon as I started using our ProFit blankets, and now that's the only blanket I use on my horses. Well, I'm sold. So I live in Colorado and it's funny, it, you, you described my situation completely. It's 80 degrees during the day right now, drops to 48. I don't leave the blanket on all day, obviously. But even when you're putting a blanket on at 8 p.m., it's still a little too warm. And so, mm-hmm. but, it, you know, it drops. So it's just like the perfect combination for it. And before I throw it back to Mike, we do want to talk about you being a board member. I just wanted to talk about your fly sheet in the Lamisil just real quick, and then we'll move forward. The fly sheet, the ProFit fly sheet has the same has the same features in it as our ProFit turnout. It's got the stretch panel on the wither, so you don't have to worry about rubbing there. It's got the special surcingles in it. It's got the gussets in it, like I explained earlier. But it's also got that that protective uh, textiline material that is that's rip resistant. I know a lot of people like to use the more flexible fly sheets. The problem with the flexible fly sheets is, yes, people think in their mind that it's cooler and they think that it's softer on the horse, but it traps heat more. It's also more more apt to rip because the material is just not as durable. With our particular um, f- textile that we use on our fly sheets, it blocks the UV rays, it's durable for turnout, and they're still not going to sweat in it when you turn them out in the, you, when you turn them out in the, during the day, if it's 80, 90, or 100 degrees, you can still turn them out in it. Here in North Carolina, we have 100, 100% humidity, it's 100, 110, 115 degrees during the day in the summertime. Now, yes, most people... If they have a barn, they need to be putting their horse away in it if they can. But then you have a lot of people that just do pasture turnout all during the day, but they want to have a little bit of protection on their horse from the sun, especially if you've got a horse that's got, you know, 
any sort of uh, skin allergies and is allergic to the sun and they'll blister up. So our fly sheets are actually perfect for that because they still allow airflow and allow the horse to stay cool, but they're durable for turnout and it has all of the same key features that we put in, in our blankets transfer over to the fly sheet. Are you a wholesaler looking to get into more stores? Equine Industry News is here to help your equine business grow. It's our purpose. As the only business-to-business magazine connecting the equine industry in North America, we help wholesalers tell their story to tack, feed, and Western stores while providing industry knowledge to help all equine businesses flourish. TAC, Feed, and Western Store owners get the industry insights they need to bring more customers in from field experts that also understand the uniqueness of the equine industry. Gallop forward with Equine Industry News by visiting equineindustrynews.com today. In addition to what we're talking about, you've decided to devote some time to WESA and become a member of the board. And which is admirable, we love people who are willing to take a leadership in our association, but we know it's a commitment. And I would love to talk with you and have you tell us a little bit about why, in addition to all the other things you're doing, you decided you wanted to help provide uh, some direction to WESA. The market is ever-changing. And I feel like, especially coming out of covid And I think everybody can attest there's been a rapid change. Um, It hasn't been a gradual change. It was like an overnight 180-degree flip for everybody. And the way the consumer shops, right on down to uh, the way you, you know, are starting to display merchandise in your stores, how you're, you know, communicating your, your product to the consumer, how we have to communicate product details to our retailers, what sort of support that us as distributors and brands can give the retailers to help still drive traffic into their brick and mortar shops as well as drive traffic to um, the retailers that maybe also have an online presence. So nowadays, I feel like people don't shop in brick and mortar stores as much as they used to. And it's not just our industry, it's everything. I mean, they even have apps now that you can go and try on, virtually try on clothing. So the new generation of buyers, consumers that we have growing up, they are going to be online shoppers. And if we want to keep this industry strong, not just me, but for for everyone, whether it's brands that we compete with, brands that we partner with, the apparel brands, we all have to work together to maintain as much presence for our retailers as we possibly can in their stores, online, any sort of social media marketing to keep our face out there in front of the consumers that may maybe won't go into that brick and mortar store, but also supply the same sort of support for when the consumer, the the consumer like myself that still likes to walk into that retail store and touch and feel something before we buy it. So, Instead of us just being a touch and feel industry, we also have to shift our gears to also make ourselves available to the consumer that is a virtual shopper. And I feel like um, the best way for me personally to ensure that um, the industry that I have grown up in, the industry that I love and I'm passionate about, the one that I wake up for every day 
is to Im- involve myself in every area that I possibly can to ensure our survival. Let me ask you another question. You are obviously a very successful female executive in our industry. As you participate on the WESA board, does that give you a different perspective, uh, a useful perspective that uh, you think uh, you can share with the board that they really wouldn't have without a successful female executive on the board? I think that every group, whether it's WESA or any any organization that has a board or you have an elect members that are all making decisions, I think diversity diversity is important in a lot of ways. Um, if everyone is looking at that cube from the same side, then they might not see what's on the other sides of it. So if if you can, anytime you can add another person's perspective that has a different background, whether it's... Um, I mean, me, I just so happen to be a female, but not just being a female, I have a lot of factory knowledge. I have a lot of um, international knowledge in terms of sales and distribution. And if there's any knowledge that I have that I can bring to the table of, you know, the WESA board, the organization that we're involved in that will benefit that board, or if there's someone else that has, there's people there that have knowledge that I don't have. So I feel like if we can all bring our knowledge together and have diversity, then maybe we can see that cube from all sides. And to me, the best way to make the organization grow. Well said. And I think that uh, what you're, what, what you said, what you're saying is not only going to be a benefit to the WESA board, that would be a benefit to boards and governing bodies and decision makers in virtually every business. And we thank you for spending the time with us on Wisdom by WESA. It's been fun chatting with you to learn about car trade. I learned a lot about horse blankets and about fly sheets, as did uh, Casey. But more than that, it's just been kind of fun to talk with you because you come from a, a deep background in the industry, but you're forward-looking, and we thank you for taking the time. Thank you very much for having me. I enjoyed it. The show notes and links for today's show are at the website wisdombywessa.com. And, of course, we always want to hear your feedback. There is a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wessa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the wisdombywessa.com website. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Wessa, where the industry meets.